Welcome to the Forgive and Try show. In today's episode, we invited a special guest to discuss how we can stand strong in times of chaos and confusion. With the COVID-19 pandemic, the whole world has plummeted in a situation of chaos and confusion that affected individuals in their own personal lives and business and communities, as well as the normal functioning of entire countries. At the time of recording, while many countries in the world are moving towards an improved situation with vaccination programs being implemented, other countries are still facing desperate conditions. India, for example, is facing a huge emergency with COVID, and there are indications that a third wave of the pandemic might be inevitable. And India is the country where today's guest was born and lives. Today we speak with Bobby D'Souza and uh, uh, we talk with him uh, how we can stand strong in times like such as this. Despite a very humble start in life, Bobby has managed to raise from poverty and adversities. Today is uh, an inspiring motivational speaker, musician, and the author of a book titled Fallen to Rise. In his own words, when he didn't get the miracles he desired, he decided to be a miracle to thousands of people. He has empowered well over 150 corporations, 29,000 people in person, and more than 250,000 people online through his keynote speech, podcasts, and videos. Hi, Bobby. Welcome to the Forgive and Try show. Thank you for being with us today. Rosanna, it is an absolute delight, uh, you know, to come back and have a conversation. And I'm sure that, you know, uh, it's going to be a great conversation. We'll be able to share some insights and, you know, learn from each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Bobby, I mentioned something about uh, your beginnings and how you uh, then uh, raised from uh, that first situation. But can you start uh, telling us a little bit more? and how your life impacted you. Yes, you know, um, just giving a little synopsis, uh, you know, of a little bit of my story. And my story is already there in a book called Fallen to Rise, which is already available on Amazon. You know, I come from a family wherein my father, you know, uh, left the family and, you know, one day chose to disappear. He just told my mother that, you know, you go back to your hometown and, you know, I'll be back. I have two beautiful sisters and me and my mother. And he said, you know, I'll come. And he never returned. We back, we went back to my mother's uh, home, uh, waiting for him like for a year, for five years, for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years. And even beyond that, and he never returned. And uh, it was uh, surprising. It was shocking. A lot of time, you know, they were as a little kid, the question was, you know, was it my fault? Was there something wrong with my mother? Was there something wrong with my sisters? These were questions that, you know, would not let me sleep and definitely would not let my mother sleep. But, you know, we went through confusion. We went through uh, complete uh, anxiety, worry, and we did not know what to do with our lives. And during those times of, you know, unforeseen situations, uncertainties I think there was this inner voice you know which said there is something bigger something better something higher which is gonna happen yes your current reality looks terrible there seems to be no hope 
you know just like when you go into a tunnel you know it's all dark but if you still have the guts and faith to keep moving forward even though you can't see anything sooner or later you are able to see some path some untrodden path and somehow you know with uh, with belief and with hope and with this great support of my own family we were able to pave through it and today uh, you know somebody who was once a construction laborer on the roads of mumbai you know who used to earn in pennies and you know just in paise and rupees i'm glad to say that today i've been able to empower thousands of people across the globe uh, and more than 29000 people in person and more than 2 uh, you know in indian uh, we say that you know 250000 uh, people online through podcasts through videos through keynotes through workshops and uh, one of the biggest messages that i give to people is during the most chaotic times something bigger something better something higher is actually going to come for you if you just have the guts to not give up and keep moving forward that's that's, that's a bit of my story absolutely beautiful that's absolutely beautiful um you mentioned that um when uh, your father left you had all these feelings uh you started to feel guilty and and thinking that perhaps it was your fault that that happened um as a child how did that uh, impacted you and what sort of journey had to take uh to release all these uh, emotions and all this guilt uh you know when i was really really small i was put into a boarding school because my mother used to work two jobs a day and i was not the most uh, you know quiet child i was a very mischievous child i used to create havoc for my mother and this is among the first podcasts that i'm actually talking about this uh, that i was very mischievous you know uh, i used to get hurt and i did not need enemies to hurt me you know i used to fall down get get hurt over here get hurt over there and visiting the doctor was something that used to happen commonly and my mother realized that you know she cannot take care of me and at the same time you know also work so i was put into a boarding school just to get better and when i was in a boarding school and suddenly when my mother left me over there plus my father was not there i felt completely lonely and isolated in front of hundreds of students suddenly and i still remember that you know uh, i used to lie down on the bed and i used to cry and because i don't know i was a little mel- melodious so i should start creating my own songs when i was 2 3 4 years old and i should just sing songs to myself saying that you know mom why did you leave me and i used to one of the things that used to happen is i used to feel very insecure about myself because i used to say possibly my mother you know dropped me at this boarding because she can't take care of me because possibly i'm not good enough my father left me because you know i'm not good enough and you know and i did not have a father as a role model so i grew up very insecure about my looks about my height about my uh, about myself and uh, i was really bullied a lot when i was a little kid because i was a little different right. you know that was the challenge that i had i grew up with a lot of insecurity but i'm so glad to say that i found refuge in my talents 
Absolutely. I somehow found a refuge in possibly singing. I used to sing, you know, sing a little well. I can't say I was very good, but I used to sing well. And then, you know, suddenly I was invited in schools to perform in front of groups. I used to play the drums a little, so I started playing the drums. Uh, you know, I could dance a little, so I started dancing and I started drawing and some of these things. And what I did is I found refuge in those things. Fantastic. So you use basically music and dance. Uh, to come out of your shell and overcome, that's right. overcome all the hurdles. Uh, that's beautiful and quite uh, remarkable, uh, you know, for for a child because uh, normally children don't really have that uh, uh, sort of uh, um, ability, you know, to to come out with, with something that they can really use to, to mm. overcome uh, these emotions, right? They, they need support, they need care, they need others to, to take care of them. So absolutely uh, remarkable. Um, so today we talk about chaos, about confusion and how we can stand strong. And I found uh, a quote, in fact, I found two quotes from Oscar Wilde that uh, I want to read and uh, comment with you. The first one is, without order, nothing can exist. Without chaos, nothing can evolve. Brilliant, absolutely. What is your thought about it? I think there needs to be a sense of order, you know. Even when we look at uh, our own family, if you don't have some sort of an order, you know, it is going to be a complete ruckus. Even if you have pets at home, you've got to bring in some order mm -hmm. in the home. You know, there has to be some element of certainty. But at the same time, I also believe that, like Tony Robbins says, you know, uncertainty is a spice of life. You know, there needs to be surprises. You know, there has to be times wherein we do not know what's going to happen next. You know, if we were already aware of everything that would happen with our lives, then there wouldn't be no magic, right? Right. We there has to be some... Support. That's right. We would be bored. And therefore it is, you know, somehow the universe, the creator, uh, you know, is more smarter than us. And therefore the universe and the creator chooses to bring in chaos and surprises and worries and problems one after the other. Like Les Brown says, you know, um, while you think one wave of storm comes in and you said, oh, I've handled this situation. Suddenly there is another storm that comes in and you know, so, oh my God. And that's exactly what happened in India and across the world, right? Suddenly the COVID-19 decreased the first surge and we said, oh, great. We started going out. We started laughing. We started moving out and suddenly out of nowhere, there was a second surge. And, you know, we went on a back foot. Firstly, it's definitely very, very painful, Rosanna. You know, I will admit it. Sometimes it can become very frustrating. It sounds very tough. We get angry, feeling claustrophobic, just being within a home, you know, for so, so many days and months but at the same time you know slowly steadily as we start getting hang of it we realize that even from the chaos you know something good is coming out for example for me you know i've realized that i've become a better person mm. i've become a better person i am learning new skills i'm developing myself i'm realizing how pathetic i can be sometimes <laughs> when i'm very reactive yes you know I also realized that there are people who are closely knitted around me who are so supportive and without them, I would have become insane, you know, in what I've, what we've all gone through. 
so i think though we love certainty but uncertainty is a great teacher i believe absolutely and what you are saying actually uh, connects very well with the second quote uh, about pain uh, is it's also from uh, oscar wilde who said there are times when sorrow seems to me to be the only truth other things may be illusions of the eye or the appetite made to blind the one and cloy the other but out of sorrow have the words been built and at the birth of a child or a star there is pain that is brilliant wow uh, so meaning basically that to create something beautiful sometimes we have to go through pain right yes absolutely and i can completely res resonate with what you just said uh, would it be okay if i can quickly share absolutely uh, there was a stage of my life when i went through a major major breakup you know in my life and i was completely devastated i was on the verge of committing suicide that that's where i reached actually and uh, i wanted to just isolate myself from the entire world i didn't want to be with anybody completely and i've completely you know i told my mom that you know i'm going to go somewhere else you know to do work of inspiration for motivation when i initially started motivating people but the goal was basically not to really motivate people the goal was basically to get out of this place where i was getting all the memories of you know a lost relationship that i had gone through and i wanted to get out of it because it was giving me nightmare you know i i was i had i was good in my weight but i had lost so much of weight because i wasn't eating you know and i was completely pale i was you know i looked tired you know i hadn't slept for days and one day i decided you know i'm going to go to a place and just spend the rest of my life over there you know i'm never going to get into a relationship i'm never going to get into uh you know giving love another chance and i'm going to just you know possibly inspire people and help people and it's never going to be about me it's going to be about helping other people that's what i thought you know that's somehow my imperfect mind thought about it and i remember i used to go into that college i used to inspire people people used to love the session that i would deliver people say i'm getting so inspired i'm feeling so hopeful but i remember every night when i used to go back to the little apartment where i was staying i would go back and almost cry till 2 o'clock in the night because of the memories and the pain that i used to go through and i said this is possibly my life you know you know that i did not get the miracle that i was waiting for but you know hopefully i can be a miracle to somebody else you know i thought of that but slowly steadily as i started you know meeting the youth the children you know the students in the college one thing that the students observed was every time when i was in the seminar hall when i was in the classroom with them i was laughing and i was enjoying and smiling but as soon as i you know exited the classroom i was a different person i didn't want to talk with anybody because agony and pain and anxiety was my way of living i was victim in my my mindset but i suddenly started meeting the youth over there i made friends over there and i started realizing that you know these guys need help these guys need strength these guys need guidance and you know i i told you earlier my father left me and i said you know i never had a guide in my life why don't i become a guide to these guys and when i do not get a miracle can i become a miracle to someone else and as a result of that 
I started working with the youth, wiping away somebody's tears, listening to somebody's stories, making friends with them, started helping them. And I started realizing that my mission possibly in my life is to make a difference in thousands of people's of lives across the world. And that's been my mission till today. The same place where I started off saying that I want to end my life just being over here, being a nobody, just helping somebody. It became a place where a beautiful, you know, mission started of helping so many people over the years today. If I would have not isolated myself and gone into that new place, I would have never become the person I am today. And Fallen to Rise, my journey is actually because I went through that breakup. Sometimes the biggest pain changes you as a person. It changes your character. I was honestly, and I'm saying it very, very rawness that I was selfish. The only person I thought about was myself before the breakup. But as soon as I went to that place, to the north of India, I suddenly realized that life is beyond Bobby D'Souza. Life is beyond the poor me, what pain I'm, I'm going through, what difficulties I'm going through. The world needs people who can spread hope. And I'm glad to say that I was transformed. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's the what they are called uh, blessings in disguise, right? Um, these situations that uh, really change you and uh, make a big mark. Uh, in your life and then you have this uh, need coming from inside uh, you know to to share your story to help others to inspire them to uh, give hope uh, I, I I totally totally resonate uh, with, with your story um, perhaps not the first part uh, I come from different situation but uh, that need and that uh, coming through pain and then uh, rising again and uh, finding a way to to share this story and my story, my personal story, uh, is is very similar. Uh, so I I totally resonate with, with you. Um, Bobby, listen. In in terms of uh, chaos and confusion, it's uh, it's quite uh, easy and, and natural, I would say, to surrender surrender to uh, feelings and emotions that are negative. And sometimes we freeze; we are unable uh, to move forward. Um, what are commonly uh, the talks, what, the the words that we uh, tell ourselves? and that are not, um, you know, don't serve us, that don't help us moving forward. Actually, I've realized and I've witnessed this too, specifically during the COVID-19, because there is so much of fear everywhere around you. Uh, it's possible that we aren't accepting it, but subconsciously we are picking up a lot of those things. For example, in India, you know, when, when people are saying that, you know, there are no hospital beds available, you know, the lack of oxygen is really, really less. So every time you just, <coughs> you just cough or you suddenly get a little breathlessness or something, suddenly your mind says, oh, I've got COVID-19, I'll be on the bed. You know, I'll not have a hospital bed and possibly I'll, I might die. So the natural reaction of human being, we are wired to think negative, you know. We are wired to think fear. We do not think naturally saying that, you know, things are good. And, you know, there was this wonderful motivational speaker who gave an example who said that, you know, let's say you're walking on the road and suddenly you hear a sound. 
you the first thought that people have in their mind is oh there's a bomb blast there is a terrorist attack but nobody that very moment of time will think something like you know oh there's a wedding and there is some crackers like in like in the indian culture when people have a wedding they will have crackers you know which will be celebrated but people people will not think about a celebration people will think about a nightmare of a death or bomb blast why is because naturally we are wired to think that something bad is going to happen with us but i've realized over the years that half of the worries and the fears that we think in our mind of things are not going to work out you know this is going to turn as a disaster i'll not be able to survive during this crisis my finances is not going to work out i don't know if i will lose a job you know my partner is basically cheating on me uh, i don't know if she's going to break up with me all these negative thoughts that are coming half of them are fears that never happen yeah so let me yeah that's right and let me just say this you know we don't see people as they are we see people as we are so what can we do uh, to avoid spending time commiserating ourselves and for our misfortunes and instead do something that really serves us that's a good question very very critical in times like these uh, the easiest thing people can do is to keep crying about doing self pity and consistently doing negative self talk which can put people down for example people could say you know this covid 19 is never going to go away okay things are never going going to work for me things have not worked in the past how do you think it will work in the now you know uh, you know i always struggle with my life there are always challenges things never work out for me this relationship is always a mess my children never listen to me mm-hmm. there's one clear thing that you observe in all the statements that i made they are all things of something that has happened in the past and people are carrying that in the present and unfortunately in the future as well right one of the one of the best way to handle this is every time we get a negative thought in our mind of our past experience the honest truth is we are no longer in our past we are no longer even though we might feel pained about it we might feel hurt about it it might put us down but the honest truth is the past is no longer with us we cannot cling any longer to the past so the only thing that we got to do is we got to let go absolutely and when people choose to let go and then they say okay if today was the start of the rest of my life what could i do differently what conversation can i have with myself and i have realized one way to do this is people who are great personal leaders and who lead themselves really well they do something very specific which is very powerful people who are negative will consistently talk about why did it happen with me why they will always ask the question why did it happen with me people who are courageous people who are moving forward people who are progressing and people who are happier will consistently ask the question how and what that's the biggest difference i've realized people consistently say why did it happen with me why did she do this to me why has corona virus happened why 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 and the answers normally we'll get with that is because you're stupid because your destiny is like this that's the exact answer you'll get mm. but if you ask ourselves questions which are more empowering for example what can i do about this how can i change this around what steps do i need to take in order to make this work 
what can I do today to create the greatest impact in my life today? How can I help my kids to live an encouraging life? What do I need to do to turn this around? That's absolutely fantastic. So what you are saying, basically, if I understood correctly, is first of all, stop living in the past and embrace your present. Right. right, because you cannot uh, take the past and uh, leave it again. It's past, it's gone. And the second message is change the questions you ask yourself. Stop asking right. why and focus on uh, more serving sort of, of questions. So focus That's on right. the how and the what. Absolutely uh, a fantastic advice uh, for, for everybody. So I will be the first uh, that after this recording, I, I will start asking how and, and what and, and stop asking uh, why. Brilliant. Brilliant. In fact, in fact, you know, uh, I'll tell you, uh, you know, if you see on the top over here, mm -hmm. these are all my personal journals over the years. Oh, wow. Each one of them is completely filled up. I have no place to write. Every year I finish at least a couple of diaries. And one of the things that I do is I consistently every morning when I get up, you know, before I touch my phone and look at the notification that are coming in, you know, I pick up a diary, I pick up a pen, I put on, put on some very inspiring music, you know, listen to the sounds of bird because we are, we are stuck up, you know, in COVID-19, we are stuck inside the house. We cannot go, uh, go outside, at least in Mumbai and in India, we cannot. So I listen to some sounds of birds, rain, music, and I take a journal. And then when I'm inspiring myself, if I'm feeling disappointed, I ask myself a question. Bob, what type of questions are you asking yourself? Are they questions that are jeopardizing your growth? Are they disappointing questions? Or are they questions that are lifting you up to find solution, to think possibilities, to think solutions? And when I'm asking myself the wrong questions, I'm able to then, you know, introspect and find out how can I change the question right. and writing down really helps me to get clarity, you know, as to what my mind is thinking. And once my mind is decluttered, then I'm feeling more inspired. When I'm feeling more inspired, you know, then I can think more logically. And when I think more logically, I am not reactive. I'm more responsive. And when I'm more responsive, I can plan my day in a real good way. And that's what has worked for me over the years. Oh, that, that's another very uh, gold nugget. Uh, basically, what you are saying is you have to create the space to analyze the situation without being reactive uh, to right. what's happening. So um, you mentioned this uh, journaling that you have uh, in the morning. And I have to say, um, there has been a, a time uh, when I was going through depression that I used journaling um, every single morning and I found it uh, quite incredible and I would advise anybody. In fact, I, I should restart. Um, what else do you do to, uh, as a, a daily routine to set yourself? I think the first thing that I do is, you know, when I get up in the morning, my goal, and I'm not saying that I'm very perfect in this because there is nothing called as perfect, right? I'm consistently evolving, getting better with all my mistakes. Uh, the first thing I would do is not look at my phone. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I do is along with my diary, I will just sit in a quiet space. And the number one thing that I will do intentionally, 
is be thankful for what I have today. And I realized that, you know, it is so natural for us to think about all that we lack. But honestly, when I consider and look at things, what is happening around us, you know, you and I are not sitting in hospital beds today, right? right. We are not running behind oxygen cylinders. We are not getting those challenges that a lot of people are. We have food to eat. We have a family with us. We are still breathing. We can get up every morning and say, oh, I'm breathing. I'm well. So the first thing that I do is I'm just grateful for what I have. And I take a diary and just write down at least 10 things that I'm grateful for. And what I've realized is you cannot be regretful and grateful at the same time. Mm. Isn't that interesting? You cannot be fearful and believing at the same time. And therefore, when I get up in the morning, I have to make a powerful choice to say that, Bob, how do you want to start the day? And when I'm grateful, you know, I've inspired myself. I've been thankful. In a few minutes, I've realized that my mindset from a negativity turns to positivity. And then I will put in a, you know, put in a earphone and listen to a very inspiring podcast. You know, I'm walking on the road, just taking a little walk. Or even when I'm at home, I will listen to an inspiring podcast or read a book, you know, and in a few minutes, I suddenly can observe that my mindset has shifted. My emotions has changed. And when I'm feeling very positive, you know, that's exactly what I need. I cannot feed someone else when I'm starving within myself. And I have to feed myself with nutrition of inspiration every day. Otherwise, I could be starved. And it's very natural for me to react. Absolutely. So, uh, to stand strong in chaos and confusion, the first thing is um, really to fill our cup, uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, we create that space where we can make a conscious decision. That's another thing that I really liked of, of what you said, make a conscious decision to start well your day. And, and gratitude uh, and journaling are uh, the two things that uh, that you do. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I, I think actually when I was uh, journaling, uh, gratitude was part of it. And you have this uh, feeling that your day suddenly uh, becomes better. And um, there are coincidences that happen that you, you couldn't uh, realize otherwise. And um, yeah, it, it's a very strange uh, connection between what happens to you and these uh, uh, gratitude feelings that you express uh, in the morning. It does. In fact, Louise Hay, actually, you know, I was very, you know, amazed by what she said is, you know, trust that the universe will take care of you and it will. And it does. If you're going to believe in your own heart, somehow deep down in your subconscious that, you know, things are not going to work for me. You know, things are going to be pathetic. I'm going to have financial scarcity. Then, you know, what will happen is whatever you believe without realizing that those are your actions. And because of those actions, exactly that's the result you're going to get. And that's exactly what you're going to believe. So it's a cycle actually, right? Yeah, that, that is uh, actually something that uh, I was thinking because in life, nothing is uh, is linear. Um, you go, uh, there are ups and downs. 
there are situations where um, your world seems to progress well and situations where everything is upside down. And then when you start uh, raising again and lifting your head again, something else happens. So, um, you know, keeping your emotions uh, at bay, uh, keeping your anxiety uh, at bay and stay strong and stand strong yes. is very difficult because it's not one episode is not one adversity is a sequence of one of, mm. of the adversities that we have to to face in our life um so how do you do how do you stay strong despite you know different situations happening over and over and over again and i i give you the the example of um uh, of india um i'm a meteorologist uh, as a yes. uh, my own uh, career. So uh, India uh, is subject to monsoon every year. And yes. uh, um, so there is uh, uh, this, this period where uh, there are floodings, there are uh, very heavy rains, uh, disruption. So how can people uh, survive basically uh, at one monsoon, start rebuilding houses, uh, businesses, their own lives and then a year later another monsoon comes and they yes. have to start everything all over again so it, it is difficult you know uh, mentally uh, to be ready and, and prepared for different challenges all the time so how can we do that i think in order to build a real strong mindset the most important thing is whatever emotions you and i are feeling now firstly it is very very natural a lot of people, what they do is they just suppress the emotion. They say, you know, I'm not feeling scared. I'm not feeling scared. But the honest truth is you are feeling scared. And the best way to handle your emotions is number one, to be authentic to yourself and say, yes, I'm feeling scared. That's all right. Every human being feels scared. But the question is, you can channel the emotion in the right way and it can work out for you. And the example that I want to give you is, you know, you understand nature much better than me comparatively. And my thought over here is, you know, the sunlight is really, really hot. It's very warm. You know, it is scorching. Somebody could be consistently complaining that the sunlight is, you know, hitting me. Why is this, uh, you know, uh, summer season even there, like in India or, you know, Africa and so many other countries, you know, summers can be very, very hot. So we would say, you know, why is summer even there? It's so scorching hot. But somebody else says, okay, there is sunlight. There is an abundance of sunlight. Why not use a tool, capture that sunlight, make it into solar energy, and then use it as electricity and create a business out of it. Right. Right. And I know that you and I know this, but the honest truth is that same sunlight could be scorching hot for someone, but for someone else, it's an element of resourcefulness where the person says, how can I use this? to help somebody or the mankind. And I personally think if you and I want to build mindset of the strong, number one, we should not suppress our emotion. We should know that emotions are there that we're going to feel as human beings, but we can channel the emotions. I've realized that every time I'm going in front of thousands of people and when I have butterflies in my tummy and I have 1,500 or 2,000 or 400 people in front of the audience and senior leaders who know better than me 
who are more qualified than me and and are looking at me and they are not just looking at me they're staring at me with you know with an expression saying that i don't approve of you that very moment i'm feeling fear the question is emotionally i could just get paralyzed with it or i could tell myself bob i'm feeling fearful but what could i do with it okay can i channel it to say that i'm feeling excited of the unknown and can i use it as an energy so then i would clap and say good morning everybody how are you doing i'm so excited just want to tell you that i may may look nervous right now because you are more qualified than me but for the last 20 years i've inspired so many people and i'm sure by the end of this seminar you are going to get impacted because my story is raw it's real and even if it connects with one person my job is done and suddenly i can see expressions changing around me people are humbled mm-hmm. i see a lot of arrogant faces turning into awe and saying oh my god you know that connects with me we can actually channel our emotion in the in the right way if you and i want to build a strong mindset it's very important number one not to suppress our emotion acknowledge it number two channel it in the right way number three never let your belief fall down your conviction about who you are what is possible never let it fall down and what i've observed is during times of chaos the first thing that falls down is people's belief about themselves isn't that true rosanna absolutely yes people's belief that you know i can't do this and what i would tell people is you and i have gone through the 2008 recession you and i have gone through the tsunamis that have happened in the world we have gone through covid-19 in 2020 we've still survived we've gone through so much of financial you know catastrophe challenges sicknesses and death we've still survived if we can go through all of that still believe in ourselves and still be alive today what makes you believe that you're not going to survive today we haven't come this far to only come this far we have come this far to stride forward and therefore it's very important you know to not let that tiny inner belief within ourselves to be destroyed and therefore you know just just imagine this with me you know let's say it's a very dark night and there's no electricity around and you're caught up in a jungle the only thing that you have with you is a candle you know in fact i just have a replica of a candle over here the only thing that you have with yourself is a candle and there's wind blowing What do you think you will do to ensure that the light is there? Try to protect it. That's right. You'll try and protect the light, right? You'll not try and protect anything else, but you'll try and protect the light because that light will be the source of your warmth. It will guide you. It will give you the light, right? A lot of time, people are trying to sort out everything externally. The only thing that people are missing out is to protect the light within themselves. and the reason why i've been able to rise from every fall is i've been able to consciously protect the light of hope within myself saying that you know even to the worst even to the worst pain that i've gone through in my life i will not let that hope die down my mom's been crazy sick she's come near death I chose to one day commit suicide. I did not. I've gone through some of the worst in my life. I've been able to survive through that because there was this undying hope within me that something bigger, something better, something higher is waiting for me. And to everybody listening or watching, 
never let that inner fire of hope of believing in yourself let it go away that's the first thing you need to protect and then your finances and then your property and then the assets outside and that's how you build a mindset of the strong wow that is a fantastic uh, advice i mean there is so much into what you just said and uh, um just to to recap because i th i think there were so many uh, nuggets uh, into that uh you said that don't be scared of your emotions uh because basically they are just there to inform you so right. channel these uh, these emotions uh, mm -hmm. exploit them um you said uh keep your vision alive and don't right. focus on on everything that is outside because that is not the most important thing and the other is that i really liked is instead of uh, thinking of the fear why cannot we talk about excitement yes and uh, and i i really like that and in fact i was uh, listening to an interview um i can't remember now uh, who said that that fear and excitement produces exactly the same physical response you know we have uh, the heart pumping the uh, temperature the body temperature rising uh, and you know so we can actually it's it's just a matter of mindset basically you know uh, right. we, we can say this is not fear but this is excitement and that changes completely the way we approach a, a situation that is a fantastic fantastic advice um bobby how do you keep yourself strong in times of chaos and confusion do you follow your own advice or you have some additional tip i think i firstly do uh, apply my own advice because you know as a speaker as a person who teaches you know so many people the first thing that I want to do, do is I want to be authentic to myself. You know, if I'm not authentic to my own self, I'm, if I'm not honest to myself, then, you know, when I go in front of people and if I don't keep my own word, then I don't feel a sense of, you know, credibility. There is no conviction in what I say. So the number one thing is I never, or at least I try my best never to let my fire go off. Okay. Uh, I will use a diary, I will use a journal, I will do a quiet time. I, I call it quiet time, you know, or power time. And I spend time just empowering myself every morning. And I do that every morning, consistently over the years. And that's why all the journals that you see on the top. Okay, that is one thing I will do. And uh, I will listen to some people who are really, really inspiring. I will listen to Les Brown. I will listen to Tony Robbins. I will listen to John Maxwell. I will listen to uh, some fantastic uh, people whether they are podcasts whether they are books robin sharma and so many other people surrounding ourselves with people who are really really positive who know better than you or who genuinely understand you who don't judge you i think is very very important what a lot of what what i've seen a lot of teenagers do and a lot of people do is they say that you know i'm a self-made man i can take care of everything by my own i think that's the biggest uh, you know um, lie that people tell themselves I've realized that over the years, there are so many people who have invested in my life. If I've grown in character, if I've grown as a man, there are people who have mentored me. There are people who have displayed unconditional love. When I did not deserve it, they've spent time with me. They've invested in me. They've given their time to me. And as a result, I've grown. 
and i realized that when i am feeling really really horribly low when the journals and the diaries and nothing of that work then i just open up to at least somebody and say listen i am feeling pathetic mm. i am feeling terrible what do you have to say sometime a hug you know works you know sometime words of kindness work you know and sometime like nick wojcik says you know when a hug does not work when you know words don't work that is the time your personal faith has to rise up and you say that you know even through this i can rise up and make the best of times like this and sometimes you know i think when you really feeling terrible i would give the suggestion to anybody metacognate in other words space out yourself from the problem sometimes you just go to sleep over it you know i have i've learned you know when you're just feeling that you you just had a quarrel with your partner or you had a fight with somebody and things are not just working out just go to sleep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go to sleep the, yeah wait until the morning and uh, it might change your perspective right that's right and it does right the intensity of the anger or the worry suddenly disappears and you get up in the morning and say oh it was not so bad you know i made it so big mm-hmm. so sometimes you got to just space out from that situation taking a walk i think is beautiful and if you have nature around you and if the if the government still allows you to do that i think take a walk it helps absolutely fresh air uh bobby sometimes the chaos is inside us and um especially when we face a situation where we feel that we have failed mm-hmm. and society has a very strange way of defining failure uh and typically there is a, a very negative connotation that we we give to this uh, to this word um what is your opinion about it about failure as in how how would you handle the failure that or in general uh would you think that uh, failure is something really negative to uh condemn or rather uh something perhaps to to embrace as uh, um as again as fear you said before can be embraced as uh, information that um and channeled you know uh, yes. can we do the same with with failure i think failure honestly is not negative actually failure and success are part of the package you know they're part they're part of the package you know in india like you know when moms or mothers they make pickles right they they make pickles right so what they do is they take mangoes and they you know they take mangoes and oil and spices and they marinate them so well and they keep it in the sun right but if there was no oil the pickle would not get marinated there were no spices the taste would not come right Mm-hmm. Similarly, you got to have failures in your life. The failures basically help you to identify what is not working for you. What mistakes are you making? Failure actually and I know it's a cliche but failure is the stepping stone to success, honestly. I failed terribly, you know, too many times in my life and therefore fallen to rise. I did not say rise to rise, I said fallen to rise. If you never fall, how will you see the joy of rising? Correct? Mhm. I think failure if used in a empowering way can be very powerful like Tony Robbins says that you know the biggest screw up of life is not failure but when we do not investigate our failure if you use failure as a data as an evidence basically you know to identify you know 
what good are we doing or what are we missing then that becomes a good document or a case study for us to say okay this is what i'm not supposed to do or this is the way i'm supposed to find a way out like thomas edison said you know when he failed 1000 time to create a light bulb he said you know i've learned 1000 ways how not to make a light bulb absolutely so if you use it as a data for us to say okay this is what i'm not supposed to do so there are other ways out as well then i think it is a great stepping stone to success and like john maxwell powerfully says you know don't just fail when you investigate your failure and you say it's a good thing for me then you fail forward every time you make a mistake but you make a new mistake and you learn something from it so then you're not failing backward you're failing forward and fail forward is progress already so uh, absolutely uh, i absolutely love that uh, because it's a, it's really a mindset uh, and uh, our society sometimes uh, push us in a direction that really doesn't serve us and the concept of, of failure is as one example and talking yeah. about mindset you know in uh, uh western country in uh, europe uh, in us we have children growing with the mindset of achieving as much as they can in lives uh mm. whether it's money status uh, uh, the job the house the family and so on mm. and i'm i'm not judging whether that is right or wrong um I, it's just an observation uh what is the mindset that children have and they grow up with in uh, in india as adults into adults i think you know uh there is a there is a culture which is built in which clearly teaches children you know to take care of your mother and father that's the first thing if you see in an indian culture people stay in a joint family you know you know you have a mother father and people stay together and one of the concept behind that is you know that when your mother and father become older you go to take care of them so care hospitality is something that is ingrained and service is ingrained into people into into children Uh, this is something that is consistently taught you know even if you come to india you'll see a lot of hospitality and people will treat you with great love that is something you know like in hindi there is a word called atithi dev bhava which basically means guests are like god so treat them with so much of love you know and respect them and you know serve them and give them uh, that is something that is taught uh, to the children failure unfortunately in india and actually around the world is considered as a stigma you know you shouldn't fail you should be perfect but personally i think you know everybody fails my mm-hmm. question is you know let's say i am an 18 years old guy and i start off my career i don't know lot about my life i fail and then i get a career and then suddenly when i become a father and i suddenly have a child who is 15 years old and 16 years old how can i tell my child not to fail when i have failed miserably so many times i am never perfect so how can i tell my child to be perfect so i personally think that you know i think parents across the world and even in india i think they don't need to stop children to try out new things and try take risk i think parents need to tell children to fail fail better fail forward learn new things innovate take risk and that's how you're going to have an adventurous life otherwise it's going to be a very uh, you know life of routine or very certain life and as i said at the start that you know variety and uncertainty is the spice of life absolutely absolutely uh-
I know that you are not an expert on that, but I cannot avoid asking, what is uh, the current situation in India? I mentioned uh, something at the beginning with COVID. Uh, what is uh, needed right now? I think uh, in India, things have got better as well. You know, if you look at the news, uh, there are some painful stories, but there are also success stories. You know, uh, the current situation right now, ground zero, the news is that uh, people are struggling. Uh, there is a complete lockdown in most parts of India. People are within their homes. A uh, lot of people are in the hospital, uh, you know, uh, and they are being treated. A uh, lo lot of people aren't getting the beds like you saw in the news. Mm -hmm. uh, oxygen cylinders are less. But the good part is there are communities in India who are doing so much to help fellow Indians, you know, to get the oxygen cylinder, to get hospital. People are helping each other to such a big extent. So there is humanity being displayed, uh, you know, uh, it's not that money, money is so less in India. There are necessities of beds and hospitals which are less in India and there are a lot of people who are helping. The good part is whether it's France, whether it's UK, whether it's uh, the United States of America and different parts of the world are also coming in to help. But the more help comes in, the better. Okay. Absolutely. My suggestion is if anybody wants to contribute, it is good that they contribute directly to a specific, you know, hospital or to a specific trust rather than just giving to, to something that they do not know. If they can connect directly to a specific lead, you know, like for example, if somebody knows me and I know a specific hospital or a trust or a foundation or a community that needs help. So if you reach out to people you know and you then, you know, help, I think that's better rather than just giving a blanket amount of money or an effort because you know it's a very big country and you never know you know where it goes so, absolutely absolutely and yeah. our total obviously uh, goes to uh, the whole country and hopefully yes. hopefully uh, the situation will uh, will improve um bobby uh we will put all the uh, your website and all the information on how to get in touch with you in uh, our episode uh, description so um, uh, people can uh, get in touch with you if uh, they they need and they want uh, but before going what would be the one take-home message that uh, people uh, should really go home with uh, from today's conversation i think the biggest message people can take uh, you know uh, from today's message is just because of a fear of tomorrow do not stop doing the good work that you already know that you should be doing today wow fantastic i think this is my morning uh, introspection you know when when i and my team we were discussing we were thinking this you know if i have been successful even to one person that's because i have stopped worrying about the future i've said what is the best i can do today and let not the fear of tomorrow, which is unknown, stop you from doing the good work that you already know that you can do today. And that's the message I have for everybody. Fantastic. Well, I hope that this episode has provided hope, insights and useful information on how even when the world around us is uh, in chaos and uh, confusion, uh, we can still stand strong for ourselves and for those around us. And I want to leave you with a, a quote from Rumi. God turns you from one feeling to another and teaches you by means of the opposites so that you will have two wings to fly, not one. 
our thoughts go to anyone that are still uh, suffering at this time of confusion and in particular to India. And we hope that with this episode, we could give our small contribution in bringing attention to this uh, uh, difficult situation. Um, Bobby, thank you very much for accepting our invitation. Uh, it has been a great pleasure uh, talking to you and uh, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and expertise with us. It is absolutely a pleasure, Rosanna. Thank you so much for your time and it was a delight. Thank you. Thank you.